To my dear Prince Alexis, I did not usurp the crown. I found it in the gutter, and I, I picked it up with my sword. And it was the people, Alexis, the people who put it on my head. He who saves a nation violates no law. Welcome to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, a weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends, take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? I'm your host, Chris Compton. Find out why, at the time, this was the most expensive movie ever made, with some scenes using over 20,000 extras for its battle shots, which to this day remains the highest number of costumed extras in any film. Join us today on the battlefield. Join us to find out in this week's breakdown of Waterloo from 1970. So there's the great thief of Europe himself. Is it true what they say, that he's a monster? For 20 years we followed you. You made a road of glory through Europe. On a field of battle, his hat is worth 50,000 men. France will not follow you. But he's not a gentleman. France will follow me to the stars if I give her another victory. Gentlemen, today's Fox. Wellington, 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 Wellington. Why are you all so afraid of Wellington? Is it because he beat you in Spain? Is that why? You really are the best of my generals. And when, my dear Arthur, will you venture into his lair? We can't hold him there. Everything depends on one big battle. I'll stop him here. Then it'll be a bloody day. Welcome back to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priests. I'm your host, Chris Compton. Today, as always, we have recurring guests, Cole and Taylor. Hello. Happy to have you on the pod again. Happy to reoccur again. Yes. Yes. Today's pick was Taylor's. Yes. And it was Waterloo. Yes. <laughs> from 1970. Facing the decline of everything he has worked to obtain, conqueror Nicole, Napoleon, I said Napoleon. Napoleon. <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte and his army confront the British at the Battle of Waterloo. That's my new nickname, Napoleon. Man. <laughs> That's, I mean... It's an interesting movie. Honestly, I mean, the way you talked about it, in terms of Kubrick wanting to direct it and then not, you know... Well, well he wanted to direct a biopic, which well, this isn't, even though I think this would have worked better than a biopic, just because I don't think that's that Napoleon's story could be fit into a movie. Well, but you... But the whole time... I mean, I'm watching the opening credits, and in my head, I'm thinking... You know, something on this grand of a scale, I thought it was going to be... I forgot his name already. I thought it was going to be Kubrick, and then all of a sudden I realized... You know what you were telling me, and then just like the grand scale and like the money and effort put into yeah, it, it no. seems like something that you know would take a crazy director that would want to put in this much time and effort to pull off for something that the director was Sergei Bonder Bonderchuk, Bonderchuk, Russian guy, produced by Dino De Laurentiis. He produced many films in the seventies. Yeah, back when movies were good. I mean, number one, this movie can never be made again. No. Like it did. In its own, like, financial failings kind of made that, like... Uh, this ruined the Napoleon movie. That, like, it didn't do well, but it's it's hard to understand, like, like what would have been doing well enough for what... Because it just seems like an absurd, like, vanity project almost. <laughs> well, it, it's kind of weird, though. But anyway, no, I, I, I came around to this movie forever ago just because I was, like, watching a bunch of 
probably like a little less than a decade ago just because i was watching a lot of epic movies a lot of like you know like the recent ridley scott movies that he's done like uh this kingdom of heaven the sweeping swords and sandals yeah 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 and then this is one of them as far as like notable ones and it's also interesting yeah because it 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 made what you would call it uh it's the reason barry linden exists which i'd also saw at that time supposedly the separation between Kubrick and MGM was already like scheduled to happen before this even went into production because they were trying to put it together, but then it never came to pass. But then they it kind of put a halt to the swords and sandals afterwards. But Kubrick had already decided to leave the project before it yeah. kind of got it into. It seems like that there wasn't money for it after this didn't do well. Like they were willing to like bet on it big once. Well, <laughs> but at the same time too, I mean it's it's. I mean, working with him, it was, you know, yeah, the entire no. production team against Stanley Kubrick the way he wanted to do it. So it was probably more to not looking forward to a three month shoot that turns into nine months because there's a thousand takes of, you know, this of Napoleon saying goodbye yeah. to his troops at the beginning, you know, to get that perfect shot over and over again. And they did announce that Stanley Kubrick, or not Stanley Kubrick, uh, Ridley Scott was going to make a new one. Like that's in the works with, uh, what's his name? The Joker in the most recent movie. Oh, Phoenix. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I read that. They were going to, they were going to do, they were going to do a, a Napoleon biopic. And it was just that I, that was another thing that reminded me it's like it's like yeah they'll probably do it and it could be okay but like it's not going to be this this insane well thousands and thousands of people in, in and, the same and horses yeah and just <laughs> well but at the same time i, well, I mean it's just it's well, just the nature of filmmaking well, now well, that's like, what you I, wouldn't well, even be able to you wouldn't even be able to put it together well not even that i mean even if there wasn't a budgetary concern it's if it was anybody but Ridley Scott who's got 37 projects that are like, yeah. you know, always in demand where it's, if it's going to happen, it might not happen for 15 years because he's got so much other stuff that he yeah. puts on his plate, which... How old is Ridley Scott? He's he's, he's in his 70s. He's up like, there. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, so is Martin Scorsese, though, and they just keep making movies. That's, Same with Steven Spielberg. Eastwood's Clint, like 95. Eastwood is Clint Eastwood's like 90. And he's, no, he's, he's near 100. He's like 95. No, yeah. he's like 91 or 90. I'm, he's not, he's not 100. I just saw an article the other day where it was like he's nearing 100. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, 90's awfully close to 100. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying he's closer to 100 than he is to 90. I'm saying that's not true. Let's find this out. I think we talked about this. I don't last. think he's in this. I think he's 91, he, 90. Uh, 90 or 91. No, you're right. He's 90. Yeah, nineteen thirty nuts. I mean, he is closer to to a hundred yeah, than he is fifty. But, but yeah. Christopher Plummer is actually a year older than Eastwood. He's ninety one. He's born in twenty nine. Oh. By the way, Christopher Plummer looks dashing and youthful, and I know it's gross. It's like his it's amazing. hair is luscious. Just, just this amazing hair. He's like he's his this, voice this, is very crisp and yeah. Christopher Plummer as as Wellington with his yeah with his dashing hair and his gentlemanly affectations <laughs> and that's i mean that's one thing i've noticed about this is i've apparently this is the sergey's the director's only english film but he was really good with building up the tension between the battles between you know what britain wanted to do and what this Napoleon was his was only film no his only english film oh okay okay sorry okay. His, his only english language film that he directed but like as somebody with add that gets distracted easily i got sucked into this pretty good he it's a good balance between, yeah. you know, representing each side and what they were trying to accomplish, and, but at the same time, giving it enough dialogue and enough, he he stretches it out enough and builds the tension that then when the battle scenes are going off, you're just so engrossed in it already that it's like, it just feels like one long kind of redemption action pick from 1970 that's, it really kept my attention and 
what's Rod Steger? I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't even know the actor. But from yeah. I think he was in Pool Hall Junkies. He looks really familiar as the, a bad guy, the as an older Napoleon. Guy. Napoleon, yeah. But he was really engrossing to watch. He was pretty. Gave a really good performance. It's like yeah, my my complaints about the movie are like are entirely just because it's a movie and it's constrained by because like, you don't really if you don't know. You don't see where Napoleon came from, how he like rose up from like this mm. it's, little island. It's one then, chapter of a giant book. Yeah, that like you're and not just getting like the, and now, like all of his campaigns he he did before him just completely dominating in like Europe and installing all of his friends as royalty. You don't get the the grandeur of Napoleon. I mean, you do a little bit, but it's yeah, like it's, it's, like, a, it's, well, his, it's you're seeing him on the it, like it's a, it's very much from like an English like language perspective where mm. it's like well, but it's like is, isn't but it, it is, great that we beat this this guy who had risen up and <laughs> thrown. Yeah. monarchy aside whereas well but at the same time though it's what's interesting is that you're watching the movie from napoleon's perspective you're seeing somebody you know you're sorry you're only seeing one person's immense love of france that was trying to expand the nation but you don't see like the how france felt about this person like just the opening scene where he's saying goodbye to his troops is about the only time yeah Yeah, and then his return yeah a little bit you get a little bit of the return with like the national pride that yeah like he inspired just because of how successful he was yeah it was you know we're in a slump and this guy riding in on his chair you know on top of the supporters might be able to dig us out of the last time where you get like an individual who's like actual like strategic skill and is like was able to actually translate on like what because like Look at Hitler's like what was his strategy? He's like he was yeah. Hitler was whipping just whipping people up and misinformation he had, like, just, generals, but, just yeah, yeah frenzies whereas before it's calculated like, but like as the leader like he was not the you know he was not this brilliant like Napoleon mind as far as that goes that wasn't what Well but at the same time though I mean the reason that Hitler lasted as long as he did was because he had generals yeah. in place that knew but that's what the they thing were doing. Like, I mean, it's a pre-industrialization like war so it's just you know it's a different thing it's different era, different yeah, different but, period. Man, yeah. But it's it's just interesting. What I mean, there's any number of reasons that can lead to war. But it's just just seemed like back in the day, all it was was just dominance over the entire continent. It was England versus Russia versus you know everybody else, just kind of veering for control of land. Because yeah, like I feel like if you did like an earlier Napoleon one, like it would be actually really easy to like have like the audience sympathize with him just mm-hmm. because he's it's, on the side of like revolutionary France, overthrowing all of these old inbred like, like bit. monarchies and empires. It's just this normal dude, but, just through like sheer competence. He's just like, no, you inbred Austrian Habsburgs, <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't, you get, you, you're not in charge anymore. We're gonna dominate this entire, which you, you, you don't really get here because like in the end he was eventually defeated by all of these you know old inbred monarchies (laughs) but that's but that's the kind of challenge though is he's like he's such a monumental figure it's which side of the story do you tell? Yeah. Do you tell his, you know, his the rise or the, the fall. rise up and the I, hill and like, the yeah. fall because it's and it's, the fall makes more sense because it did set the stage for like England to become this global superpower that yeah. was pretty much unchallenged for like a century. But I mean, but that's the challenge though. Well, not so much back in the day, but that's the challenge with you're seeing the losing side. It's like watching Troy, where you know you're like you're watching the ship sink but you're just waiting for that you know when's it going to break in half point when's it going to hit that low yeah. point you know like how how grim can things get before you know there's a resolution to it it's interesting that they chose the final battle but at the same time if any other point in his life you wouldn't be engaged because you'd know that he'd just be plowing through yeah. up until a certain point yeah that's true i i really liked how they 
the night before when there were sh- the shots between Christopher Plummer and their yeah, yeah, internal like, monologue. Like they're playing like, chess. Yeah. It's very cool. They're trying yeah. to determine what each other's thinking. <laughs> and, and that's and what the, I like. The, the pan where they would cut and then it would be in the next room. Uh, you almost thought they were in the same room. It yeah. Well, it's yeah. the same. They're studying the same maps, trying yeah. to prepare for the same battle. And so they're trying to each is each other's trying to interpret the other thought, the other's thoughts. And so you're hearing their, I like that you're, they're calm and you know outwardly they're they got to project yeah, confidence and, you, and you're hearing their you gotta have yeah, the, where it's yeah. Like, where he's like we're inside they're just screaming and it's like you know Napoleon's what do i do like, Why? I'm, I am not a young man anymore I, I don't really have it like did you, you, guys, you get that like i don't did you guys have it anymore. like the his interior the the interior monologue of both of them throughout the, the film so, yeah. sometimes i liked it and sometimes yeah it's, well it's i feel like it's jarring when they first start doing it eventually you're like okay I mean, but yeah. and they, they kind of explain it because they're like they don't want to actually have any any scene where they're like explaining their thought process mm. and their strategy but that's what it i mean it wouldn't make sense because the whole point is that they don't want to do that well no it's not that it wouldn't make sense it'd be boring because yeah. if you get christopher Plummer and then a room of six generals you know discussing you know how do we get these wagons through the mud or how do we get here as opposed to Plummer freaking out thinking you know we got to wait till noon nature's got to dry up you yeah. know we got to be able to move these it's more it makes it much more um engaging because instead of just having you know it's like watching a ken burns documentary if they were all going to discuss their battle tactics rather than just you know hearing the panic and the like discern in their voice because you know each side wants to win but one of them is going to lose and so they're struggling to contain that while remaining calm on the outside it's interesting the way they did it what do you guys feel about the uh the pig scene did you oh, yeah. feel like that took you out of the out of the movie? No, I felt like there was more like just trying to add characterization to Wellington because it seems like the, this movie is not big on characters at all, and That's the only true. the only two it does care about are Napoleon, Napoleon it's, and Wellington. It's the uh, 1970s version of lifting the movie a little bit because yeah, there's not much you could have done. Just where just trying it, to like yeah convey it, like his it's such a grim situation. His, his men and yeah, mm. and Napoleon's struggling to stay on his feet, you know, with his illness and. Wellington's panicking, you know, wondering if his backup's going to come at the same time. And so I can imagine they wanted something to like lift a little, you know, aside from the pig. The contrast between how Wellington treats his men versus the like solemn, like deep love that Napoleon has for his men. It's just a little bit different how they treat it. I think it's, well, I think it's, yeah, I think it's just trying to like, I think it's more portray portray the confidence because Wellington's, you know, waiting on. Wellington's got more information knowing there's backup coming, whereas Napoleon's, you know, thinking, pushing his men harder, thinking he's trying to catch up and yeah. pick up the slack to, yeah, to flank them. Beat them before the backup. Before they can, re- yeah, fully retreat. I thought it was really cool. You, I think Taylor mentioned it during during the movie where that really happened. The, the Wellington's... When, oh, is yeah, it a party? Like, it was like, yeah, it was like the officer corps for like his army. Was Some like dude this, rolls up. This dance. Super was, muddy. Yeah, they, they all learned that Wellington was on there. That Napoleon was on the move and they all had to like, yeah. had to wrap it up. They got to go now. Ship out. Yeah. And it's crazy. They pull back the camera and you see like 97 candles. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no there was more. There was hundreds Maybe of candles. Maybe hundreds of the, candles. The, set, the sets and costume designs alone in this movie, it's one of those. We're you, unsure that they're real candles or if they're like. No, no, so I, they're real candles, but it's just the way that they're lit because there's no way that a wax candle with a regular wick would be able to stay lit. No. 
I want that's that's an unanswerable question that I'd really like to I know. I bet you someone knows. There's probably a way. It has to have, well, it has to have been gas. There has to have been nah, imagine that like seems way harder. the candle guy or oil. Hey, hey bro, it's time to it light being, the candle. Because I can see like a white tube <laughs> yeah, with I oil. Could, I could see those being fake because like, the uh, way they're candles. the blown that wouldn't have surprised me. They, the, but, but gas though, that's insane. That's, there's no way. There's no way they could get <laughs> gas tubes up there, man. That's well, insane. but I mean the, the production budget. They well, that's true where they were shooting. But yeah, like as far as like the things that you put under food plates that you light and go yeah, yeah. there's something i just mean they're, they're not necessarily they're probably not they're accurate not, candles yes yeah, i just mean the set design and the costume design for this movie are crazy like it's something you don't see nowadays with green screens and budgeting and everything because you really do see a thousand horses and five thousand extras yeah. marching and through fields all, and flares going off. Uniforms, and, yeah, that's how yeah, I found uniforms. This movie originally. It was like it was a YouTube clip of the cat, one of the cavalry charges. I was like, "What is this?" And you and Taylor, <laughs> you said that you had to buy it from an, an oh, Australian yeah, like, to get company the, to get the Blu-ray version of it because apparently this movie's like I don't know, like I, I guess it didn't do well enough to have like a dedicated following. But yeah, like the only way I could get a Blu-ray of it was importing it from this australian company that's insane like there's a german one you can get but that doesn't play here it's you know it's a whole thing i don't know why because of like region restrictions or whatever this australian one for some reason is region free i don't know that's that's crazy well I, i i wrote down two quotes that i thought were really cool he who saves it this is napoleon saying this he saves a nation violates no law yeah yeah, that's, you that's, get a great, like, of the, the kind of the maniacalness that, like, later Napoleon, after having had power poison his brain for, like, 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, having, like, yes, yeah. And, but, having, and also having armies fall before him for most of his career. Like, you know that that damages someone, like, permanently. It's, There's it's, no way you don't get brain that, damage from that. Well, no, I mean, it's <laughs> like the Buzz Aldrin effect. It's, you know, oh, he's, yeah. he's pushed and he's conquered so much. It's like, where do you go except for, you know, either you keep going and you keep conquering or you just, you're yeah. waiting to die, which is, you know, the main reason I'm sure he dreaded being shipped off to the island was because, you know, they're, you know, you my life is over at that point. His actual fate, like, if you think about, it, like, uh, there's the great, there's great paintings, like, multiple of him just staring out into the ocean on his prison, island prison, and you're just like, yeah, that's, think about that, like, that's having crazy. conquered Europe, been the supreme emperor of France, having it all taken away because you lost. And now he get, yeah, he's just a ruler of dirt and yeah. trees. Warrior king Napoleon. I really like the contrast. Here's my other quote is, what are your plans? To beat the French. <laughs> yeah, that's He's that's like, great. points I, out. I, like, I am your second in command. If you are to, if something would happen to you, I must know your plans. What are your plans? Well, to beat the French. <laughs> it's so good. At over 12 million euros, it was one of the most expensive films ever made at the time. Oh, okay. Producer Laurentis had wanted to make it for 10 years, but his production company couldn't afford it. Then Mo's film, the Russian company, stepped in, contributing 4 million, a third of the budget, 20,000 soldiers, a full brigade of Soviet cavalry, <laughs> and vast numbers of engineers and laborers to prepare locations. No wonder he thanked them at the end yeah. of the credits. For 48 days of shooting in Ukraine, which they negotiated in the 1960s, if it had been made in the West without the Red Army's assistance, it would have cost three times as much. <laughs> To recreate the battlefield, the Soviets bulldozed two hills deep into valley, laid miles of roads, transplanted 5,000 trees, sowed fields of rye, barley, wildflowers, and reconstructed four buildings. The production included Italian and Russian technicians, English and French advisors, (laughs) Yugoslavian stuntmen, which you can tell the stuntmen a lot of times don't know how to act. The battle scenes are kind of interesting when you notice the facial expressions because they look very confused about what to do. Um, and actors from America, Canada, England, Ireland, Italy, France, and Russia. 
moly. Well, so even at the time, and a great appearance in Cameron stuff, this was like an extraordinary. This was extraordinary. They had, to do, they had to thread the needle and go like to the Soviet Union to make it. And, <laughs> and you can't really like. I mean, you can, you can rent this for you know five bucks or whatever, or buy it uh, and stream it. But it's like not really. It's not in the Criterion, like you said. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not that notable of a it's movie. Not notable. It's and that's why they think the the main reason why it bombed is there wasn't any really big names in the, at the time because. Rod Steger wasn't really big. Well, whatever. Orson Welles is in it for five minutes. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> that's the one thing that. I mean, the, that's the only like, not- notable actor other than like Christopher Plummer at the time is stunt casting to like. And I want to minor role. And I want to know how or maybe it's like it was, Liam Neeson in Battleship. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It, well, I guess it was because he was technically he exiled himself at the time. But I'm guessing. Oh yeah, no, it was because that was the seventy. He didn't come back to the U.S. till like seventy-five. But that's the funny thing is. is he must have just been, you know, wallowing over in Europe, not being able to get anything financed, and then found out about a production, and they shoved him into a authentic <laughs> costume for, you know, two days of shooting while he sweated now, his butt he, off. Was he that fat, or was he in a fat suit? I couldn't no, tell. He looked very large. He was that fat. 1970, he was that fat. <laughs> I don't know, man. He looked like he a looked, character. Yeah, he looked way too fat. No, it's because... I mean, I can't say for sure. I if don't you know. see pictures of him, the, there's a movie he made called... F is for fake in like 1975 where it was, he told three stories and one and two of them were fake and one of them was true. And you were trying to figure out like which one was true, but it was him and his Italian girlfriend at the time. And he was like, he was full blown Elvis where he was eating all the peanut butter and banana sandwiches and it was just deep fried. He was, he was that big at the time. He was giant. He was a fat dude. He was very large. Like even in that show, the the one with Charlton Heston, the black and white one, where he's the corrupt sheriff and they're in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I can't, the touch of evil. It's like 1955 and Orson Welles is the corrupt sheriff. And, and even then, like a decade and a half after Citizen Kane, he was still getting pretty large or he was pretty large. He was pretty large and sweaty. Your review should, I mean, we're answering the question. Should you watch this? Uh, yes, because this would be worth it to know. I mean, to check your history to see like what inaccuracies there might be but yeah it's like i'm even i'm not that sure like i'm i've heard that there are things but it's like I just well just scrolling through wikipedia there was quite a few like entries that were showing like, like how like like the cavalry charges weren't as impressive because the water the ground was was was, was, was more wet than than they wanted to but they, which is true but I it's mean, yeah but it's like it's i'm just, glad that they did the full impressive looking cavalry <laughs> oh no it's they that's the crazy thing is it's just <laughs> like i'm fine with them just be like it's like wouldn't it have been cooler though if they had been able to run full speed and i'm like yeah it would have been and let's see it <laughs> <laughs> and that's <laughs> i mean put it on screen yeah so I can please see put it, it on yeah. screen for my perusal and enjoyment i mean it's uh. like the first half it's worth it i think it's worth watching just because it's interesting to see napoleon's perspective and get an idea of such an historical figure but then the second half is just plain balls to the walls explosion yeah, like yeah. there's so much smoke it's so cool especially there, for an old movie it's like when you, when you like get old movies like this you're like, you're like, ah. like, you cr- like <laughs> three different shots I can think of a Christopher Plummer just having a conversation and then huge fireballs just going off behind him <laughs> in the background insane. like bombs just going yeah, off it's just crazy like, just like shrapnel wind that's just smoking people getting nailed in their stovepipe hats and it's yeah. oh my gosh. military it's interesting seeing the military tactics as they have progressed through the ages where it's yeah, it's, like, it's they very try, unrecognizable from like they, now or even hundred years ago. Well, it's, it's it's just hilarious how like gentlemanly they try and be right before you know 
just yeah. casual slaughter of the enemy. Yeah, it's insane, like, sending thousands of people to die. Yeah, the, merely tolerating the, the Scottish because for their assistance. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have just shipped them off, too. Uh, and that's another very cool scene is the Scottish, oh like, uh, bagpipes. The, bag the support group. Highlander, the Highlander Corps, whatever it is. Very, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Scotland, for representing yeah, this exactly. battle. All right, Cole, with that being said, what what's your rating? I... I'd give it three out of four. It's it's kind of like Taylor was saying. Three out of four. You've had a lot to say during this podcast, man. I had a lot to say, but at the same time, there's it's like Taylor was saying. There's so much more. Like I would yeah, be, it might would be confusing a little bit. That's the thing. Is like when I first saw it, I did not really understand what was going on. Or it would have been interesting to see a movie where the first half is Napoleon's, you know, inner thoughts during, you know, at the start of the battle battle of Waterloo, and maybe interspersed with like his previous campaigns or something like that. Yeah, Uh, interspersed with the previous campaign because that's something the thing is like what biopic you could do is like a framed narrative and not having to do. But it'd be interesting to see kind of the first half would have been his way up and followed by the fall. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll see Plummer and Napoleon kind of you know racing to get to the spot, but then the second half would be interesting to actually see Napoleon's like exile and where he was shipped off to and yeah. what life was All like right, living Hollywood, on the island. Make this film yeah, that we've like, just described. It's like this yeah. <laughs> like it would be yeah, to see the second half be Heart of Darkness where he's just in a hut, you know, on an island just kinda of waiting to die, reliving yeah. the horrors of war that he came so close to victory yeah, only he, to be he, defeated he at the last be, minute. Yeah, be, because of so the, close to being the new 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 Caesar. Yeah. So close. Taylor. <laughs> it's like I would recommend it I'd give it a billion trillion stars on my own scale, <laughs> but I will give the caveat that like the movie itself does have an assumption that you know more about the events. Than, I agree. Then I, I think most people are going to. I mean, I, even like I don't know the seventies. Like you, they expect you to know like all of these minor details, and it, they, it's harder to and track. I asked you a ton of questions. Yeah, no, and because you are are uh, yeah, advocate no, I, historical. Yeah, no, I, I've no, I've person. I've learned a lot more about it like after seeing this movie. But again, I saw this years ago. But but maybe that's the point in general because yeah, you either have a movie that's bogged down with opening, you know, expo- a, yeah, you, you're either like, reading a novel before the movie begins, or it's I mean, it's like it's you know going to see a sci-fi movie that gets you interested in the constellations, makes you want to buy a telescope afterwards it makes you want to learn more about like it, it, what happened before and yeah. after because like this yeah. is what his final battle was like what was his life like before you know what, yeah what happened that's, after that's, this that's grand probably epic. like that's another thing is like you don't get like you don't understand why like everyone was so scared of him coming back you it's, don't you don't get him dominating europe for the deck like the yeah, three years that he did yeah. that's the, well that's the crazy thing is is he gets ushered. So if out. you didn't know, you're like, why are they so obsessed with stopping this guy? <laughs> well, yeah, well, no, that's the, that's the crazy thing is, is in within the span of 20 minutes, you have this famed general who, right before revolution, was mm. like, he was, yeah, he's nobody, minor noble. No, 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 oh, no but I, well, he's the celebrity. Yeah. He gets exiled only to come back oh, so yeah. strong with a thousand men, which I'm still curious to figure yeah, out where he got an army. I don't army. know how he got back, but that's and, crazy. Some you know, conspiracy. A second uprising with it's, so yeah, little. No, it's Count of Monte Cristo. That's how that starts, right? Yeah, it's it, <laughs> no, it's it literally sounds like a story from the Bible, like a thousand versus a hundred thousand. But he's so beloved that he gets yeah, the enemy to throw their weapons down and come join him because that was a really cool. But scene. he was, uh, but yeah, that's, he was beloved. He and was the be champion of the French. <laughs> and that's what's interesting is you only see not you, French himself though. You only see him. You only see his version of France. You don't see how the yeah. French people saw him, other than refusing to lay down their arms. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, again, it's like it's just because they're trying to be a two-hour movie. Like, yeah, but but that's what I mean. You either have four and a half hours where everything's explained, or you have to go do some. And ex- the thing is, is like if some they, learning of your like own, like a miniseries and stuff, you don't get the scale 
that you get with this. This could be a cool miniseries. It is, but you wouldn't get the production that this got. Oh, yeah. If yeah, you did that. you're right. So it's, what, it's one of those things. It's like you'd, like, you'd yeah. have John Adams on HBO. Yeah, it's but like it, the they CG, and you're like, well, this is okay, I guess. But like, as far mm. as the well, spectacle goes. But that's at the hard, same, huh? But at the same time. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know the answer. I think it's, well, I think <laughs> they made it at the perfect time because mm. if you were to try and make it today, it would be the same deal where. You know, Russell Crowe or Marlon Brando has got to have their, you know, yeah. Oscar winning shot where they, you know, they're chewing the scenery and really like, you know, but giving he, it all they he, got. The, the Napoleon guy gets gets a few shots, like when he's dictating yeah. those letters and stuff. But Very it's, cool. but it's cool. not over the top yeah. to the point where, yeah. you know, you're expecting him to take a chair and smash it over a table. Like you can sense battling, trying to save France, trying to save his reputation while battling off stomach cancer, the illness that's yeah. killing him at the same yeah. time. He's basically being killed on yeah, two fronts he's, he's, and he's trying yeah, to fight on both he's but he's not it's, the healthy young man who mm-hmm. conquered europe and he, and he knows that and you kind of get a feel for like that his like self but he doesn't he plays it enough that he doesn't go overboard yeah. he he walks that fine line pretty well in terms it's of like, acting another thing is, is like it's hard to understand like the kind of the greater strategy about it, which could be intentional because they don't like on the field you wouldn't it'd be very confusing as well yeah like, so well, if but, they had had like a map, like you can look up where people like after the fact, like draw the lines of divisions uh, that went yeah. where and stuff. It's like they could have done that. I, I don't know that that would have helped well, just because it, it's like, well, you could, oh, well, it well, was confusing for the people there. And if they're trying to recreate that, mm-hmm. then maybe that's what they were doing. That's kind I, of, I mean, that's, that's well, me. That's the thing is that's the bittersweetness of it though, is that the battle is so insane. You get sucked into it. Is it right? I think it's about 45 minutes at least. It feels I don't think like at least, it's, it's a good I don't think the they movie. started until an hour and a half in, but like, like a lot of yeah. it's, there's a decent amount of setup and then, yeah, but, then it's, but at the same time, like explanation would have made things useful, but then it would have pulled you out of the action yeah, because you're true. you'd be watching, you know, one Man. section over here, but then you'd be stopping. There's so many things we can't answer. It, yeah. It's like, they did. I mean, the, this is it. It's, but, it's what do you get? And it's, it's hard to see what else they could have done in a lot of ways. But that's what I like, though. I mean, if you, they, it makes you want to go, you know, look up and actually see what happened to see what happened. And then <laughs> yeah, if you were to I watch it again, I have to agree with Cole. And I usually, I'm, I usually side with Taylor Ooh, more. But it took eight years, but I finally got him to agree with me <laughs> think, on something. Hey, I, I think I'm going to give it a large bucket. I, I can't give it a golden bucket. It's, it's, so, it's, no, almost, it's, it's very much like if you don't it, care about military history or like battle yeah, scenes, you, you will not like this yeah, movie at all. Yeah, you, there's nothing there for you. It's definitely a very <laughs> that's, niche. That's, that's type why I'm of, saying like my. Bill and trillion stars is very much a very like specific to me yeah up, like seeing the lord of the rings movies at like mm-hmm. 11 being like why aren't all movies like yeah exactly. large battles and so so if, if you if you're like that then you know i, I agree with cole because at first i was like cole's super loving this but he asked you know he yeah. gave it a lower rating just because because yeah i mean it's it's not like it, lawrence of arabia yeah. has, it's lawrence of arabia has like battle scenes like comparable like, yeah fewer, it's, it's something fewer. but it's, it's a it's much some, more character like driven movie. this is a movie where you would either read a book about napoleon and you would want to see this movie to see how it would play out or a verse where you would watch (laughs) this whereas now i actually want to look up to see if there's some audiobooks that i can listen to i think it does give you like a like a really good feel for you know like battles with musketry and cavalry like them forming squares to fend off a cavalry charge just a side note this is it's been eight years and five days now since the movie of the month club was formed (laughs) yeah we only have uh, about four years of recordings the the technology had to catch up with us. but i remember it was (laughs) when skyfall came out was when we got the idea because that was right when you left when you got the tv big tv yeah Yeah. when i started my job may it rest in peace may it rest in peace now we have a giant 133 inch screen (laughs) humble brag as it should be i think with that, we should leave the 
listeners to go and research the yeah, history yeah, of Napoleon. Dude, yeah, dude. And Age of Napoleon is a great podcast. I recommend it. It doesn't. It's like right up to where he's emperor now. So I mean, it doesn't give you the whole story, but it gives you a yeah. great, great background of his rise. Yeah. Age of Napoleon, highest recommendation. I was stoked while I was listening to that. <laughs> Taylor, thank you. As always, Cole, thank you, and and we will see you next time at the movies. Hit me up on the Twitters or the Instas if you want to interact with the great Popcorn Priest at Popcorn Priest. I respond to every tweet, post, comment, hashtag, and whatever else there is. Let us know if there's something you would like us to review. Also, if you've enjoyed this or any of our previous episodes, please subscribe so you can get notifications on our newest episodes. I love movies, and I would love it if you'd share the love. Muchas gracias. Another way to share the love is sharing those dollars. I've created a Patreon account. If you've liked anything up until this point and want to support the show so we can continue to bring you these entertaining reviews, please do so at patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest. Next week, the director of this film once said of it, the plot is kind of secondary to other things. You want a toe? I can get you a toe, believe me. There are ways, dude. You don't want to know about it, believe me. I can get you a toe by 3 o'clock this afternoon with nail polish. It's our 70th episode, and we have some fun surprises for you. As always, thanks for listening. This has been Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, and for Cole and Taylor, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye.